Uh, like we're, we're Woody Allen being a volume shooter where he made a movie every year and most of them weren't very good but where Stephen King like writes a book every year and it seems like they're very held in very high regard like people like I don't hear about many Stephen King books that people are like oh that one sucked Stephen King's talented yeah, that's well so is Woody Allen Woody Allen's talented yeah but he's like a I mean you watch there's a, there's a couple different genres that Woody Allen does but other than that like everything else is very similar let's be that's honest and there's true. always like one character that's like him so it's like Hey, kid, can you put some clothes on? Yeah, thanks. I think I'm going to Josh or Kira. Kira, both. Josh just got out of the shower. Kira's always naked. She's always in in her underwear. Sorry. She always, like, tries to, like, hey, who are you talking to? And I'm like, you're naked. I don't want you to, you know. (laughs) She thinks it's not fair that boys can not wear a shirt and girls have to wear a shirt. So, I mean, to be fair, that's actually not flawed. That is true. That, no, no, that's not, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in Europe, they kind of have the same stance. It's... Well, it's not illegal here. Yeah. Like, you could, women can walk down the street topless in most states with, uh, without any, they're not breaking any laws. Well, no one's going to call the cops on them, let's be honest. No, no. <laughs> Some that ca- was, uh, a Karen the, would there, call the cops. They're, they're probably. A would Karen be. would call the cops. That was that whole hashtag free the nipple movement. In from New a York years City. Ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, one of, I don't remember one of Bruce Willis and Demi Moore's daughters. I think it was Tallulah. She was very a big proponent. She used to walk down the streets of New York topless. Oh, there you go. It wasn't rumor. It, was be- it was between the other ones. It was Tallulah and Scout. Scout. I believe yeah. it was Tallulah. Uh, well, what happened to us? And we're trying to figure out the the Willis children or the more are they they're Willis's, right? Yeah. They don't go by more. Okay. No. It's, yeah. Rumor. Well, Tallulah I think most Karens. I think most Karens don't realize that like people with darker skin and people of color, our nipples are a lot darker. Oh. And they don't know that, and they might get surprised. I don't know. I don't know what types of girls you guys have dated, but yes, that's that's a fact. Well, I would say I, yeah. I, I date. I tend to date a bit older than Nate does. So well, that's yeah. different. That's different than than <laughs> skin color. Yeah, you just changed. You'd really change the conversation there, Hugh. No, I know. Uh, <laughs> we all we all know of Nate's dating preferences. It's been it's been a while. That's that, that's the that's the old Nate. I'm 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 not one to not date anyone of any ethnicity. I guess I mean, so yeah. Hugh's open to everybody. Yeah, I am kind of anyone for the most part. All yeah. co- he's open to all callers. Ex- I, Mormons. Never, I'm not. I'm not open. Never for, is a no vacancy sign in the window. Uh, Mormons. I've not dated. I, uh, you're okay. I, you're you're fine. I did date. I don't, I don't. I don't think you need to. I dated. I don't, I don't think they would date you personally. No offense. Or former job. Yeah. yeah. She was actually kicked out of the church, so. Oh, then she sounds ex- that sounds like somebody worth dating. Well, no, she had a divorce, and therefore the Jehovah's Church I, kicks you out. As, no, that the Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses are different. Hi, Kira. Oh, look, Kira, put clothes on. We're all having. Oh, we're all having a big day. We're all. I almost didn't put clothes on, so don't worry. <laughs> Because yeah, I think yeah, both of you guys well, need to see that. No one we, can tell. We're on a podcast. We know. Hugh, Hugh, it's possible Hugh's been doing this podcast with no pants for the last four months. I don't know. True. Wait, so is this Nate 3.0 then? Like, what number are we on right now? Nate 3.0? Well, you said that, that you're, you're a new improved Nate. Oh. Oh, it's, we've, we've, gone, we've run out of... I've, I don't even know at this point. I've started... Um, I don't use numbers anymore. I've, I do like what, like what Apple does, where I use animals. Animals and, uh, you know, things, other, oh, other things. Like leopard and whatever. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is they, Nate, they, they number this their is Nate version Puma. Yeah, but they number their iPhones. That is true. That would be confusing if they didn't. I don't think people care about the operating system order as much as they do about the iPhones. That would be weird. Well, they do have like, you know, the XR and the SE and all these like weird other iPhones, but they still have the numbered ones. Yeah, it's just the throwing a letter at the end. To make it fancier. For or the... less fancy. The C is usually the lessier, fancier one, isn't it? Yes, that's the, the affordable one. I, yeah. guess, I guess there's a new affordable one with the, the, the 11s. That yeah, there's out? an there's eleven. Well, there's eleven Pro, and then there's regular eleven. And then there's another one like a step below them, I, which I don't, probably I don't probably know. I don't know anymore. I actually just I want to get off iPhones. And we've you and I have talked about this. You are the, the look of disgust on your face is about right when I just said that. Uh, me? Or yeah, who? yeah, you, you. Yeah. Oh God, I. I swear to God, Hugh, if you if you if you if you green bubble me or green uh, text me, I am not answering. 
Is, I don't think you could be on a group text with us if that's the case, I, isn't no, it? No, that, that's pretty much why we cut Mike out of our group, because it was impossible. Oh, poor Mike. I, I feel know. bad for Mike. He's never in our group text. You guys yeah, can add him. It's a mess. I remember. No, but then we try to do Facebook, like, the whole Facebook, like, when we, like, message each other video, and, and he can't do it. It, it becomes, not Facebook, sorry, um, like, just the regular message or FaceTime. video. FaceTime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I don't know why I can't figure that out. Like, we tried to FaceTime each other, and all these, like, little boxes are bumping around, and, but Mike can't do it, and, and so we ended up doing, like, what's, uh, that? what's that, house party, and then we do, like, Zoom, and we do all these other things, and it's just annoying that's all yeah i love love mike though so i just i just talk i just call him personally because you know we're friends but (laughs) i text him separately but even he gets annoyed like even things like i mean emojis are different like they come in really weird on a on a are they still called droids are they just uh i believe i mean it used it used to be iphones and droids and droid was just like a catch-all generic term for all the other companies it's still the catch-all word like yeah I I've just understood that the phones that they use process quicker and oh they're they're far superior. Like yeah. at this point, we've just become um, we're just upset. You know, people are just addicted to Apple products. But uh, the guy when I got my eleven back in what, March or whenever it was, um, the the guy at the store was even like he's like I know, he's like you can get an eleven if you want, but the um, um, Samsung phones are far superior in every way. Um, but. Whatever. It's it's handy though, because since all my you know my iPad and and, and AirBook, they're you know you can sync them all together, so it's helpful. Until you work for a company that gives you a PC, which totally threw me off this year. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I, Sam, I worked for the same company. I recall if you if you had an Apple i like laptop, you wanted to bring in and like get hooked nope. up to like the network. <laughs> oh my God, there were so many forms. So many forms, and even then, the IT our my IT friends would be like, "Dude, it's not even worth it." It's funny because my college was the complete opposite of this. It was an Apple-based campus where I was the only one who brought a PC onto campus, and it took forever just to get hooked up to the internet. I had to bring a card in, and like I had to buy all these things. Where I'm like, I don't know what any of this does. Like actually using the IT department at college, being like. <laughs> make my machine work and they couldn't because it was a pc I'm like wait was this college or when you were teaching college uh, oh well that was a long time ago it was when you went to wesleyan yes yeah that was a long time ago uh, given when i was a teacher it was a long time ago because everything was still on dial-up there yeah and that was 2003 they still, they, they still use the aol cds 90 minutes free 90 minutes free oh how but much the weird you... thing about um about cable town was that it was all PCs except um, except the the department that was like the web, the website design and all the graphics design department they only use Macs so that says a lot for like but this again this was like ten years ago but that says a lot for like yeah I wonder what Macs I wonder what Annie uses PCs and that the designers all use at Macs now because Annie because Annie's a predator do you know she, what Annie uses by chance yeah, she's she Apple. uses a PC but it yeah oh does she I mean I have. I don't know. She I've, bought like a Mondo system for home, but I don't yeah, know what she, she has a uses for what work gives her. I don't know. I mean, everyone pretty much yeah, uses Apple now for editing, I believe. At least the people I know, probably that are editors, not pre- uh, For those people who are listening, uh, a predator is not what you think it is. So a predator is a producer no, editor, <laughs> and it's a title that's given to uh, these certain this certain job. So. Just so people know that yes. Annie is not an actual predator, just a pre- yeah. But is is she not? I, uh, <sighs> she's a very sweet know. woman. I don't know. So she is introduced me to Skyline she Chili. How'd that work out for you? How'd that work out for your stomach? Not 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 the best. Skyline Chili is good, but that doesn't yeah. That doesn't if anybody's in- not familiar with Cincinnati style chili? It's um, it's an acquired taste. It's different. I'd say. Yeah, it's very different. Not very yeah. it, but I'm like, eh. very liquidy. Not a very good way to describe food of any kind, or especially a chili. But it's very liquidy. And there's like what cinnamon in there or something. Very strong. And cinnamon they use taste. it for yeah. like you could put it on spaghetti, which is very fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a big thing all over the Midwest. Like the St. Louis doesn't have a styled chili, I would say, but chili mac is a very big thing. Where yeah, you basically take a plate of spaghetti and. and 
throw chili on it as the sauce. I, I, they've done that other places I've been on the East Coast where chili spaghetti was a thing. Yeah, well, chili mac, by definition, you're supposed to use macaroni, but everybody uses spaghetti. So, yeah. I'm like, chili mac makes no sense to me. But Then again, I put ketchup in my mac and cheese. So Good Lord. I know. That's a that's a war crime. I know. Ketchup? Well, you live with Kimmy for too long. No, no, no. No, no. This is my you parents. pre-Kimmy? This is, this is my dad. My mom taught me how to. That's how we were raised to eat mac and cheese with ketchup. The Welsh palate is an absurd thing. It is. I'm not going to argue with you. Ketchup. But I also don't understand ketchup and eggs. Really? Yeah. See, I, I like ketchup, ketchup and eggs. I like, is amazing. I like ketchup on a scramble. I would see. I would never put ketchup on anything but a scrambled egg. Like I wouldn't put it on a fried egg because that's weird. But scrambled uh, I eggs. Hot sauce. Yeah. Hot sauce. Exactly. Yeah. I see, mean, well, then I, I put soy sauce. I'm Asian, so I put soy sauce on like all eggs except for scrambled. Actually, I just use ketchup because that's enough. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, you should try it. It's really good. Get a little rice in there. Get yeah. Some breakfast. Yeah. Good stuff. We lost Hugh. Yeah. He's gone. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. But um, I see him. Don't mind but, me. Um, no, no, no. He just, he was, don't, don't mind him. Yeah. Don't. No, was... but, but that's the thing. I, I put soy sauce on mostly and, and hot sauce on and sriracha on everything. So. Yeah. Eating because my mom, you know, immigrant and didn't know any better, but she put ketchup on all of our turkey sandwiches and it's actually really good. See, I don't find uh, ketchup on, on, pasta i find especially mac and cheese i find weird but i don't find that like ketchup on like a turkey sandwich doesn't sound appalling i mean appallings yeah that's a little strong that doesn't sound bad to me well it's because i just grew up i don't i didn't like mustard at all so that was like the alternative it's like oh you don't want to put mustard on it then put ketchup so that's kind of just what i did for most of my life until i came to college and everyone was like what are you doing and i'm like it's just ketchup guys <laughs> fair <laughs> whatever yeah what can you do that is true. But yeah, so I, I have a lot of, um, it's really hard teaching a five-year-old to eat their food when you don't like certain foods. It's like hard to justify. So she knows that I don't like pickles, but she likes pickles and so does Josh. So they eat pickles. But then I, I tell her to eat certain things and she's like, well, yeah, but you don't eat X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, that's true. Yeah, but I've had, and, I, and my whole thing is, well, I've had like almost 40 years of experience and I've tried it many times to know that I absolutely do not like it. <laughs> Fair. Fair. And, and they're all in the same family. So it's like mustard, olives. Um, you just like, named two of my favorite things in the world. I know. Horseradish. Like anything at a deli, like rye bread, um, all that stuff. Like I just, I so don't mean, don't, mean. don't like wasabi. Aunt's- don't You're like anti-Jewish is what I'm hearing. Saying. No, I'm just I'm just anti-pickle, like regular vinegar pickle things. I oh. love Asian pickle things like kimchi, yeah. um, any of the and carrots that you put on the Vietnamese sandwiches that are pickled. Mm-hmm. Like any, like I like rice vinegar. I just don't like regular vinegar-based things. Hmm. I'm not a big fan of. I, I realize this took me a long time to realize, but that's they all have a connection because. Not a big fan of olives. I like olives on pizza because they're like yeah. sliced and they're like mm-hmm. very little. But like Josh, like will straight up just eat like whole olives. But, like oh, I do that. Eight I or almost... nine of them at a time out of a freaking can, and then he'll eat it with cottage cheese, which is so gross. Okay, that's but... a little stranger. But I'll, I'll I'll eat straight up olives every day. They're a good source of iron and um. They're antioxidant. so salty. I mean, Kira puts them on her fingers. It's pretty cute. But hey, like I'm not gonna tell her to not eat anything because she like you know you've seen her. She's like. She, it's not that she needs to gain weight or anything like that, but she's just, she's pretty thin. And I would yeah. like for her to get bigger and taller and at least be healthier in that sense. But she just doesn't eat that much in general. Um, so we've been trying to get her to eat. She eats a lot of carbs though. You know, she's a kid. Yeah. Those were the days. Yeah, I know, huh? Yeah. But yeah, so sorry about, I didn't. Sorry about we're going to talk about my like specific picking pickiness in my eating, but no, I can continue. Um, this. I, 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 I don't, I don't mind. The fact that we're, awful, we're awful discussing too. our dietary yeah. habits on the show. It's like what happened to us, and that's kind of one of the things is we have to shift and change at this age. What we, yep. that we're getting to is like we can't eat what we used to, or like, well, I guess I do still. Probably should go to the doctor about a few things, but ah, you know what? Ch- check yeah, probably. My probably. cholesterol is like still good. And things like that, but yeah, just yeah. get a blood. I, I think everyone's 
about due to go see their doctor because it's they've been closed for so long. So you might as well just go do the regular tests that you normally do just to make sure that you're okay and not dying of I've, COVID. Oh, you know? I've had three doctor's visits since this thing started, Sam. I go to the doctor well, more you, than most. You had, a, you had a hip replacement. You're different. That is true. That is true. Yes, Hugh, it's a good idea. When I went to the doctor for the first time several years ago, for the first time in many, many years, um, he found he found a lot of problems. So, yeah, probably good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my cholesterol, and I still think this was a faulty uh, blood test, but my cholesterol, according to uh, his test, was 400. Oh. Yeah, he said it was the highest he'd seen in a very long time. Not the best. Yeah, no. but let's be honest, Nate. What, what, you 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 eat a lot of crap sometimes. Oh, I see. And, and you brag about it on. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I know that you you were cutting back and stuff during that time, so you know it is. Oh yeah, weird. I don't eat. I don't eat quite the the. You know we we. Uh, yeah, I used to eat a lot of crap. Uh, we were just discussing with a friend the other day about the baconator and how I used to eat a lot of baconators. Wait, was that which, uh, Burger King or McDonald's? It's Wendy's. Wendy's. I'm sorry. It's Wendy's. I, I don't go to Wendy's often. And yeah, and I used to eat the uh, Tommy's. I don't know if you guys are. Well, I mean, I know you're familiar with Tommy's, but I don't know if you're fans of Tommy's. And for any listeners, Tommy's is Chili Burgers, great chain in uh, Los Angeles. They used to have a thing called the Mega Meal, where it was a triple chili cheeseburger, uh, chili cheese fries, and a 72 ounce soda for five ninety nine. That's, that's a hell of a deal. That's a hell of a deal. And the, if I ate that now, I'd be, de- well, I'd, I'd be dead. Yeah, I'd die. it sounds but like if, it not, if I wouldn't be dead, I'd be sick for a week. It's like that burrito place in a uh, in Vegas that has like the heart attack. Oh yeah, yeah, the heart attack. Uh, I think it's called like heart attack cafe, heart attack. It's just like yeah, they really. I mean, they have like just absurdly unhealthy things, and they really play into the fact that it's going to kill you. The 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 servers dress as nurses. Yeah. Uh, because that's the whole joke is that they're trying to kill you. And wow. I, th- I think American food is trying to do that. True. Like, by poor just, like, was... just like Scottish food is based on a dare, American food is uh, <laughs> the aim is to kill you. <laughs> I love that joke. Uh, <laughs> it's, I, I mean, it's yeah. not wrong. I mean, there's a lot of weird foods out in Britain in general. Scotland, Scotland really does win that one. But black pudding, that's always weird. Yeah, the black pudding I never really got over because every time, like, we weren't in London for very long because we spent most of our vacation in Ireland because, you know, um, shout out to Sinead, uh, one of my best friends lives there and she's from there. And so we spent most of our time in Ireland. But the time we were in London, um, every time you'd go get breakfast, like, there's black pudding there. Josh, who doesn't normally eat that much meat, he was like, yeah, I'll try it. It's all for it. He's like, it's not that bad. It's just gross. Like, yeah, the premise I, of it um, is just, yeah, yeah. I'm on board with most British food, but uh, yeah. the, that's a little uh, There's a lot of different cuisines, like especially being Southeast Asian. Um, we have a lot of interesting things, but there's this like blood jello that they put in some of our like rice porridge. And, and it's pretty popular in Filipino called uh, food too. And it's just literally like, what it is. It's like pork's blood and it's like jello and they like cut it up and they put it in like soups and stuff. And I, I remember seeing it. My aunt used to make that soup all the time growing up. And even as a kid, it grossed me out because I would ask them what it is and they would tell me. And I'm like, that's not cool. <laughs> like, I'm just not going to eat like a chunk of blood. That's when you lie to a kid when they ask you. You say it's something else. No. I mean, I grew, I grew up eating like chicken livers and chicken hearts and stuff. And that's fine. And like cow's tongue. And it actually, cow's tongue actually doesn't taste bad. Like they have like uh, what they call them, what, what lengua tacos, you know, yeah. Cow, uh, cow's tongue tacos um, all over, you know, the, 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 the taco trucks all around here. It's actually not that bad. Would it be my number one choice? No, because yeah. I like carnitas too much, but, and El Pastor. So, but it is, you know, I get that people eat it and I th- I get that it's like very flavorful, but as a kid, like I used to see all that weird stuff and the blood put the blood thing it was always the thing that like freaked me out the most. Um, yeah. And also like the like I don't know what the equivalent is in Cambodian but um a lot of Filipino people eat it too. It's called balut in Filipino and it's um I think it's to, but it's like a, it's like a half in an egg. Half and alive? Know, yeah, it's like it's like a halfly formed chicken. It's like a baby and they boil it and then you crack it open and like there's part of the white 
part of the egg that's boiled and it's like hard. And then you actually see part of the chicken, like the baby chicken. Like you see the head and the beak and everything. And people just like eat it. And I remember seeing that growing up and I was grossed out by that as well. So, I mean, British food's not bad compared. I mean. (laughs) I mean. Okay. A question for you. It's really weird. Have you ever had (laughs) chicken feet? before yeah yeah okay. yeah they have it at dim sum i yeah. don't i personally don't like it my brother loves it my family loves it i know a lot of people that aren't asian that love it too yeah. for me there's just too many bones and too much tendon like i don't like yeah. the texture because it's deep fried so when you deep fry stuff you're like okay i might as well try it and the sauce is good but like i'm just not a big fan of the, the insides because i you know <laughs> I used to always joke around, like, she don't eat meat, but she sure like the bone, that song. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really like meat. Just chicken in general, like, I just, like, whenever my mom would make, like, curry chicken or something very basic, she would always use regular chicken, and I hated it. I'm, like, the Americanized Asian version of everybody. Uh, My family makes fun of me because I'm the youngest, so I'm always, like, don't like shells on lobsters, don't like shells on crab. Like I want people to like take all the meat out for me so I don't mm-hmm. have to do it. I don't want to touch it. And I just don't like a lot of meat on on chicken and stuff like that. So like for my curry chicken, it's always like chicken breast meat or like dark meat but with no bones. So like right. I'm that type of eater. So I am very, very, very Yes, my daughter said it. I'm very picky when it comes to stuff like that. But luckily in West LA they make a lot of food that way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> But it's not authentic. That's the problem. Like when I go to San Gabriel Valley, obviously very different story. And I don't mind. I don't mind sipping through it. Like I'll go to like a boiling crab and just like get a bag full of crab and like all this other stuff and like crack it open. And everyone makes fun of me because I'm like having a hard time doing it and I hate it. And I don't like shrimps with heads on them and like fish with heads on them, that stuff. But I'll do it. It's just not ideal for me. I'm with you on the, the shrimp part. Right? I don't like things that have eyeballs that come stare back at you. Like, even if they're cooked and they're dead. Yeah. Like, I'm just not a big fan. No, no. I'm right, I'm right there with you. Like, that happened to me in uh, France one time where, like, I was like, oh, the shrimp have heads. And I'm like... And I'm they, like pop, they pop right off. Yeah, they do. But, you know, then you have to clean everything else out. I'm, I've never been a lobster person. Uh, so then I guess neither of you are big fans of crawfish because that's... Uh... You literally have to like pop their head off yeah, just to eat them. That's more of like what I was talking about. Yeah, the crawfish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I always see that and I see it happening. Like if somebody does it for me, I'll eat the meat inside of it. Sure. Like that's why I like sushi restaurants, like with hand rolls and stuff. Like all that stuff is done for me. Mm-hmm. You get it in a nice little lobster roll or a nice little crab roll and it's perfect. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm kind of, I guess, a little prissy when it comes to stuff like that. But. I am the youngest of four kids, and my mom still to this day will take the shrimp heads off for me and feed me. Oh, <laughs> oh isn't, that, isn't that nice? <laughs> she does it for my daughter, so she might as well do it for me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like that we went. We started with Cincinnati chili, and then went all the way to half half alive chickens, and now we we did a nice world tour of food. I appreciate that. Hey, you know, we got to eat. To quote True. the the the, uh, the famous Vin Diesel, got to eat, something like that. I forget what what the the line is from the the movie, but something along those lines. Yeah, I agree. He's yeah. right. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, anything? Have any, you guys uh, been cooking a lot more yeah. during this quarantine? I have. Nate, not so much. No, <laughs> God no. Well, you, your mom, Susan, can cook way better than you, so I don't, I don't blame. Oh God, yeah. yeah, anybody could cook. Oh, better. by the way, you, you, what? Oh, make sure you use. Uh, send me one of those photos of your mom and the oven when she cooks bacon, because I'm like, if this oh, is well, she be... doesn't cook bacon. That's first of all. But yes, any. But, but like, yes, send she... me one of those setups because that's going to be the post. I want to use that post for the cooking episode, which we have. Oh, I'll find today. one. Yeah, yeah. For um, yeah, Susan, uh, very. Not a very big fan of grease splatter. So anytime there's anything on the stove, like if he makes fajitas, if he makes bacon, if there's anything that can splatter, the entire side of the kitchen goes up in aluminum foil. It's meticulous, yeah. I have to say. It's it's oh, a, it's a, it's it's an it's a, it's an art. It's a science. I would say that. Yes, yes. It's borderline insane. Not borderline. Not a borderline. <laughs> it's it's full. 
No. But... Um, yeah, I will definitely find that photo because I have multiple. I, I, I don't take it every time because it gets monotonous, but I have mul- many. Of them. Uh, yeah, I figured you might have one in the in the backlog, in the camera roll, oh, they say. In the cam- in the camera roll, absolutely. Oh, because of the quarantine, I usually buy my bacon from Costco and it comes in like a four pack and it's just like we freeze part of it and then we put some in the fridge or whatever. It's like a, it's a lot of bacon, right. right? There's only three of us or two and a half of us. But because of the quarantine, like supplies would always be kind of hit or miss. And so we got the pre-cooked bacon this time and it's kind of a lifesaver. It costs way more and I'm fine with it, but literally you could just take it out of the bag and like I usually just fry it on the pan that I'm that I'm, you know, already cooking something else with already and just throw it on there and warm it up. And then you could just eat like two slices of bacon and that's it. Like throw it in a salad or throw it on a sandwich or, you know, eat it for breakfast. And it's been a life changer and it doesn't splatter because it's already cooked. And it's kind of amazing. It's changed my life. I know it's really sad to say that, but actually like a really big deal. (laughs) Nothing sad about that. I can make like a Cobb salad. And just uh-huh. throw it in there. They, they've been scaring us for a long time that, like, there was going to be – it feels like for the last decade there's always going – about to be a bacon shortage. But now during the pandemic, it was closer to reality since all those processing plants were shutting down. I haven't heard lately – I mean, and I, at the beginning of the, like, quarantine shutdown, I remember pork products in general were – were scarce, but I, I guess they're they're back now. I don't I don't really know. It, it feels like nothing's really shifted all that much. That's toilet paper's back. So yeah, that was a weird and that was a weird like that was never even in danger of that was just people hoarding it for for reasons unknown. Like I don't know exactly what the reasoning was, but people like that. It, there was never really a shortage. It was just people would go to the store and buy a month's worth, and then they'd realize. They don't really need a month. They don't need a month's worth, and then they got laid. Then all these people would get laid off and be like, "Oh God, can I return this month's worth? I don't need all this, and I spent all my money." Right. And then places like Costco and other stores be like, "No, nah, you can't return that." Sorry. No, there, I I remember there was a guy who was trying to, well, not just with like with toilet paper it was one thing, and then the hand sanitizer. Another person did this where they yeah. they stockpiled and tried to sell it, and then everyone said, "No, nah, you can't sell this," and shut all of them down like and whenever it popped up, so. You know, that was foolish. Like, there were people who were buying out stores of, like, when new stuff came and they bought out, loaded up a truck full of toilet paper yeah. and paper towels. I'm like, why? They, uh, they found that, that one guy with the, in, like, New York. I think he was in New York City where he had the, maybe, like, the Bronx or Brooklyn where he had that um, storage, uh, gar- like, storage locker right. thing that was just full of, of, like, sanitizer, gloves, masks, and he was trying to sell them at, like, a, Three thousand percent profit, and they ended up, I think, arresting him. Yeah, for for doing it. Yeah, it's just you know, if they can kill a guy over a Lucy, I mean, that's a loose cigarette, you know. That's true. I mean, yes. During a pandemic, hoarding masks and hand sanitizer. Yeah, that's that's good. You're a good human being if you're doing things like that. It's true. Uh, yeah, society. It's an awesome place. But. Um. Yeah, well, I wanted to. Um, I had a list of things uh, that were unfood related. I'm glad we actually got all this food stuff in. No, no. Um, but they're just grievances in general. Oh, oh let, um, let us hear your grievances. Uh, but they kind of tie back to when you're talking about, like Sam was talking about how we're old. Okay. And um, and so uh, I don't know, if, Hugh, if you remember the old segment, um, Gripes of Wrath, where I just aired my grievances. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so this is Gripes of Wrath, Get Off My Lawn edition. Ooh. Um, and what the first of which there's two, the first of which is um, there is this group of so I live or my parents live in the suburbs, um, you know, like a block from the elementary school that that I went to, my brother went to, both sisters, my dad went to. You know, Sam's been there. Sam's seen my neighborhood. Right. Um, uh, there is this group of girls that I see almost every day that drive around the neighborhood in a golf cart, and. We're not, we don't live anywhere near a golf course. I'd say the closest course is maybe two miles away. Uh-huh. But they drive down this neighborhood in a golf cart, and it's always five or six girls in the cart. Like, there's the girl, same girl always driving. There's usually two to three girls sharing the front seat, and then three girls on the back seat that's reversed, you know, right, right. facing backwards. And none of them are older than 13 years old. Like, the girl, like usually the girls sitting on the back are even younger. Um, the girl driving, there's no way. She, and I, again, you don't need to be 16 to drive a golf cart. That was the most fun about playing golf as a kid. Yeah. And it's not, 
they're it the, the these aren't it's not a street legal golf card um of course which not. which exists you know if you to, in order to be street legal to i mean she's not supposed to be driving this on the street uh, but in order to be street legal, it has to have seatbelts and it has to be registered with like a, it has to have a license plate. But hers is not, and she flies around the neighborhood to the point where I think the girls on the back are going to fall off at any second. And I've become I've become Brody from Mallrats when he's concerned about the kid on the escalator. Like every time I see this girl, it's like there's that kid on the escalator again. Like the, I I'm I'm worried for these children. I don't know who their parents are, but like I don't know. I just, I'm concerned. And I get it. Like, to be young and fun, I get it. I would have loved to have done that as a kid. We were all young once. I once had two human hips. You know, I get it. But it's, it's alarming, and I'm scared for her. And I'm, I'm, I'm about ready to be that, to, like, pull over one day and yell out the window of my car at them. I've actually done that to uh, kids in a golf cart. Uh, were you in your car? I was in my car. I was coming back from dinner with my family. And... You've been to my house. Yes, I have. Uh, so we're doing that main road to get to the cul-de-sac where we live off. But there's a hill and there's a street. And these two kids come flying down in a golf cart and run through the stop sign. And I nearly barrel them both over. Yes. And I get, I put, I put the car in, I park the car, get out. I'm like, I was the guy who got out and started berating these two <laughs> children. Hugh, we're, we're well aware of your road rage issues. I've seen you get out of the car and multiple occasions to yell at somebody. One time, you've seen that. Okay, it was one time. I've seen you, but you, I've seen you yell out. The but she was honking at, at me. And I'm like, "What do you want me to do? I'm trying." Like she blocked me from the parallel spot, and she was honking at me. I'm like, "Just go around." Yeah. The, the, yeah I nearly was... killed two kids. That blew through a stop sign in a golf cart. They okay, yeah. And okay, they probably again. I'm, I'm the whole point of this story is I'm ready to yell at these girls. So I, I, I think you should yell at them. I get it. Yeah. It looks fun as hell, though. I wish I would. I mean, like. Well, yeah, of course. Golf carts like, are it's, fun. It's not quite. It's like an intermediate. Again, I don't know why they have a golf cart when there's no. We're not nowhere near a golf course. Talk to the, talk to their parents. It's like, well, I got to. Well, what am I going to follow? Am I going to follow them home, Hugh? Yes, that, I think. Would that, be, would that be unusual <laughs> for me to follow a, gr- a golf cart full of 12 year old girls back to their house? Yeah, that would be. That, that, I'd be put on a list. I'd be put on some sort of list. I'll call Steve and see if I can get his van for you to do that <laughs> there's a van in the uh in, like sam has i don't know i don't know if you ever met his friend british steve but he used to have the most amazing i hate using the term rape van anymore well anymore because it was never appropriate but it just in in these current times it doesn't seem appropriate but you know the van i'm talking about you know the old uh what, what was the model what were those called that actually had a like oh. a name it was the, not a mini it was like an econo van or something like that that was the actual model name of the car like i think ford made them and it had curtains in the windows like you know it's straight up what we used to oh, it was very you know, colloquially 70s. colloquially call a rape van which is again terribly inappropriate but yeah he and he used to drive um that around he he once i was walking down hollywood boulevard down by the pantages and he was driving in in traffic he yelled at me out the window and then like swerved across a lane to pull over to to say hello, like rolled down his window. And anybody watching that, seeing this horrible, just, just seeing the situation play out, probably would have thought, "Oh, he's going to murder that guy. Whoever's driving that van <laughs> is going to murder that guy." It was a fun thing to drive, though. I'll say that much. Oh, those things were comfortable. Those things had like basically lazy boy recliners. They for did. Seats. It was a really comfortable seat. Uh, yeah. Wish wish the sunroof had some sealant because if it rained here now it doesn't rain very often but the seats would get a little musty shall we say. <laughs> so. Oh. Uh, uh, the good old yeah. days. So the grievance number one. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that was and then grievance number two is not a grievance so much but just a more um, how old are we situation where I just want these these kids are too pampered is what's going on. There's okay. another house up the street where. Um, the kids were uh, doing like basically it's a modern fa- super fancy slip and slide. Like, okay. Like this one was like super like these kids were out in the yard the other day and it's the whole thing is inflated. So like the oh. entire track is inflated. Then at the end you hit the you hit a bump that, that you land in a pool like right. in like this little waiting pool and it had I mean it's this was it's a fair, you know, it's a, these, these were not uh, kids struggling, wanting for not, you know, because th- this was a nice little setup they had. The thing had also had fountains, like it yeah. had sprinklers that pour, that, you know, went across. So 
it basically was the fanciest thing ever. And I just wanted to pull over and tell these kids they don't know how good they have it. Because <laughs> we, had, we had slip and slide, the old school slip and slide, which was no different than a yellow trash bag that our parents just unrolled onto the grass. Maybe if, if you had attentive parents, they would check for rocks under it. Maybe. You know, in the yard, so you wouldn't hit that un, you know, unfortunate bump. The only way you walk, you just hosed it down. Yeah, it, it, there was no there was no irrigation system like this this one these kids had, and and it the you know there was no padding it was not inflated, and there was no end. The, these kids the, their their slip and slide ended with a a ramp into a pool. Now, Ours just ended. Like you just you 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 hit the end and you went you hit whatever was after it. Yeah, was exactly. it grass? Yeah. What what was it a wall? I don't know. If you had you know really inattentive parents, maybe it ended at a wall. I do remember one, there was one that had like this little pool kind of thing, like with like a bumpy thing. It was essentially the same thing, but it did have like this mini pool. But from the sounds of it, yours is a little bit, that those kids had a, a bit nicer than even that was. Yeah. These kids have it made. Yeah. And I, and I wanted to give them a piece of my mind. But again, much like I wouldn't follow a, a golf cart full of, of young girls back to their home to yell at their parents. I'm not going to pull over and yell at kids on a slip and slide, but I wanted to. Yeah, that's just that's that sounds more like that's a lot of jealousy right there. It sounds like of of a golf of kids of, getting golf, to drive a golf cart and kids having a yeah. Maybe you know what? Maybe I did want to use that slip and slide, Hugh. But maybe um, first off, I'm not medically cleared yet. I don't think I can't run. I'm not allowed to run. Uh-huh. So I don't. I wouldn't get a very good head start. No. And frankly, that my, my the hip aside, most of my body couldn't handle that amount of, um, you know, sliding down a path, fl- flying into a pool. I couldn't handle that. I'm old. You're getting there, definitely. Yeah. Well, we're not only only a third of this panel is actually in their forties yet. How dare you say that about Sam? Oh, Sam's I, younger. Sam's, I'm the, Sam's, the, Sam's the youngest. I'm the youngest. I figured yeah. as much. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't even know if I'll be even able to have a party in December. We'll see. I mean, Nate, you're not even going to be home or home in, oh, as, as an L.A. home. By, for yours. by when? I know. By, I, by August? I, yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Are you going to buy a car eventually? Um. Yeah, I'm thinking about buying an econo van. Check the, mar- check the <laughs> no, market. No, get a, get, a, get a Sprinter. But those oh, are the newer the po- ones. The point of me bringing up the Econovan and oh yes, well, those are a little fancier. Uh, is the Econovan in the first place, Hugh? Was that there is a one of those vans in the neighborhood? I've seen, I've noticed it parked down the street for the last like week or so. Doesn't have the curtains in the windows, but in much better condition than Steve's. Like okay, like at least as far as the paint job, it might be rusty as hell under that paint job. But the paint job is black with yellow flames down the side. Oh, it's beautiful. Yes, and. And I want to, that person, I would love to knock on doors to meet the owner of that vehicle. That one, I wouldn't feel weird. Tracking down the, the owner of the golf cart, creepy. Tracking down the owner of this van, something I would do. Do basements have doors in St. Louis? Like to the outside? Yes. Did yeah, you know, The guy must live in his mom's basement? Yes. Probably. So. Probably. Yes. Realize that joke missed. Well, maybe he's self quarantining. You know, you never know. You don't know people's, you know, lives. It's maybe true. he just came back from out of state and he didn't want to get his family sick. <laughs> sure, it's possible. Living in a van <laughs> down by Nate's house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I get. I'll find. Don't worry. I'll find before next week. I'll find this guy and I'll, I'll have him on. Uh, oh, I know this is going to be a couple days after. But did anyone catch the okay. speech today? What speech? Uh, okay, good. All all I went to was tr- Twitter, and I saw what was trending. Sorry, I I don't watch. No, nor do I. I don't read the news until after work is over. Oh, fair. Because I'm working, so unfortunately. I um, assume something stupid. I'm always behind on news. I assume. Oh, you know what? I did see something, and again, this won't seem as as like three days later. He would have said a million more stupid yeah, things by yes. the time this thing released. I did see him saying something along the lines of of talking about the the infamous. Uh, uh, AIDS vaccine that we have. Yes, yes. He, evi- he evidently thinks exists. Yeah, uh, which is new, which which I saw on Twitter, which is news to a lot of people that there's an AIDS vaccine. I, I think that was. I feel like that should have been in the news sooner if that was true. I I figure it would too. I, I if it were the case, it should be trending number one. But 
but you I think. just I just I obviously don't watch the news as much anymore. Uh, I don't have cable for news, so anything I catch, I'll like it's usually hours later. But I was just like, oh, why is AIDS trending? I'm like, oh, I know why AIDS is trending. It just yeah. you just know you're just like, oh, and that's all you can do now. It's just be like, do I have to look it up now? No, no, no. He just <laughs> yeah. he just no, thought there don't. was an just AIDS vaccine. Your day. Don't Same. ruin your day. Your day's already going well. Don't don't yeah. do that. He just said there's there's an AIDS vaccine. We'll just leave it be. That's it. Yeah. So. He well he thinks he he thinks there is he he thinks one has existed for some time is the problem. That's yeah. he's not announcing that there's an AIDS vaccine. He <laughs> he's getting his news from Ronald Reagan, he, the late late honest, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> he honestly thinks that 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 is something that has existed for some time. Well, those two things have those two guys have something in common. Yes. True. So, um, fun stuff. Yeah, fun stuff. Uh, well, on a, hap- on a happier note, and Sam's please. well aware of this, but uh, I wanted to ish- wish a congratulations, Ben Hockman, my childhood friend. We discussed last week for his prowess on Instagram. had a had a baby yesterday. Oh, congratulations! Uh, his wife, his wife had the baby. It'd be stranger yeah. if he did. Oh, I mean, um, Junior yeah. said it. Junior sent a precedent where he could do it. That is that is a good point. That is a good point. And that yeah, um, but yeah, his uh, he had a beautiful daughter named Olson. Uh, it's an homage to the um, acting dynasty of the Mary Kate, Ashley, and Elizabeth. Um, is it I, acting, or is it more of the what they created from the name, like the 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 conglomerate almost? Uh, yeah. Well, but it all started with acting. That's where it began. Fair. And I don't know. I think Elizabeth is just one hundred percent acting. I mean, she has. I mean, Elizabeth and James is named after her, but that's still her sister's company. I think she's just sticking to the acting. She, she which is probably the best. I mean, she's the talented one. I mean, Mary Kate and Ashley, they made some banging movies for sure. New York but, Minute. Uh, New York Minute was quality. Uh, um, what was the other one? Uh, it takes two. I believe that was another theatrical re- release where uh, it was basically a knockoff of Parent Trap with Steve, Steve Gutenberg as the dad. Yes. Um, yeah. Was it? But uh, was it? Uh, Christy Alley, the mom? Like Yes, her... I believe so. I believe that was a Christy Alley, yeah. Wow. That's she's great. gone off the rails, hasn't she? I think she was always... I, uh, she's a, a, amongst a group that was always off the rails. It was just pretty well hidden. Uh. Like, she... I mean, she was always diehard Scientologist and um, other things. But yeah, maybe, maybe she's crazier now than she was before. But she was always some level of crazy. Well, she did Look Who's Talking, right? I mean... Well, the first one the was whole, The whole trilogy. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Like, I don't think she was sane. <laughs> hey, hey, that, that, that brought John Travolta's career back from the... Well, Pulp Fiction really brought him back to the brink. But uh, the Look Who's Talking uh, franchise helped. Because he was in no man's land prior to that. There is a... You, you look up John Travolta's IMDb um, you know, profile. There is a... There is a dead period from from 1983 to 1989. I'd say there were there, he made some he made some shitty movies. So you're saying from like 83? I'm saying post. Yeah, I'd uh, say staying like, alive was it probably? I'd say from staying alive, which was the sequel to um, Saturday Night Fever, from staying alive to Look Who's Talking. He he had the very ill-fated. Um, the one where he, he the uh, the one where the aerobics movie with Jamie Lee Curtis, I think it was perfect. Perfect. You are correct. Yep. He did. Um, he had a second movie. They tried to to bring the magic back with Olivia Newton John. That was terrible. That would be it two of like, a kind back in eighty. Two of a kind. That was yes, also they, st- staying alive year. So. They uh, you know they tried to bring that grease magic back, but it didn't happen. And yeah, what? Yes. Yeah, so now he did have one that I loved. That is terrible, but I loved it, and I want to say it was uh, eighty six, eighty seven, called The Experts. That was eighty nine. There was one. Uh, there was a TV movie in eighty seven called Basements. Uh, the Experts in eighty nine. The Experts was was that him and was it Ari Gross? Uh, two seconds. Uh, it was Ari Gross. They, yes, and they basically they they were hired to like run a nightclub, an American nightclub in the Soviet Union, I believe. If I could be mistaken, but it had something to do with the Soviet Union because the original title of the movie was back in the USSR, and I believe that it changed it because the Beatles sued them. Huh. Um, 
but yeah, that one I remember. But yes, I do, is there anything else be, between like other you know otherwise pre look who's talking? Uh, there was Probably. a Michael Jackson, uh, Liberian girl. I don't even know what the hell that is. It it looks like a behind the scenes kind of thing document because he's hmm. yeah. I have no idea. I mean, it's you know, I mean, there's no debate because even even post look who's talking he had another dead period i mean there's no debate like oh everybody, no look who's talking was the only thing like it's a ge- there's a general consensus that that obviously quentin tarantino brought his career back but you know the the, the look who's talking movies helped because yeah. otherwise he would have done nothing for 15 years wait so both of them were scientologists uh who kirstie alley and him on the movie yeah i want to say Kirstie Alley, I believe, I could be wrong about this. I think Kirstie Alley got John Travolta in the 70s into Scientology. Um, I, I'm almost positive. Because the um, there are two, yes, I believe, yes, she did. Because she, they, they knew each other the whole time. She got him into Scientology, and Mimi Rogers is the one who got Tom Cruise into Scientology because they were married. So those two women are, are responsible for a, a whole lot of evil. Because I, you know, I, you'd be hard-pressed to find two more you know, publicized Scientologists than Travolta and Tom Cruise. That were both kind of rumored to be gay rumored in Hollywood. To, yeah, rumored. I'm just saying, like, don't blame them. They stayed in Scientology, you know, the men, anyway. Yeah. Don't blame the women. I mean, well, Travolta's done a terrible job of staying closeted. Like, his is, his is just laughable. Like, at least Tom Cruise is, you know, Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise. Whatever. The non-aging human being that is Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah, yeah. I he's, mean, um, it's slowly creeping up on him, but slowly. He's like, he's what, 60 now? 56. Yeah. Still, I mean, still, 50, still. He's, he's, a, he's a young 56. Um, yeah, he, um, the two, you know, the if you go back and look at, well, actually, no, it's very strange. You go back and look at The Outsiders, which was 80 or 81. Something like that. 80, 82, maybe? The cast of that, which at the time were, you know, a ton of unknowns, but of course went went on to become huge stars. Like, you know, the eighty three. That eighty three, you know, the, the, the group the, the Greasers, the gang in the movie was Patrick Swayze, Tom Cruise, Emilio Estevez, Rob Lowe, C. Thomas Howell, Ralph Macchio. Then the, the love interest was Diane Lane. Like this movie had a hell of a cast, but nobody was really famous at the time. I think I think Patrick C. Thomas Howell Swayze, was probably the most famous or, or or Patrick Swayze, I mean. Who, um, well, strangely, the one of the most famous ones in the movie was the guy who played the head Soch, the, the, the rich preppy kids, was Leif Garrett, who at that point was like a huge pop star from the 70s. Yes, he was. But, um, but what's strange to go back and look at the cast of that movie is how many, how well so many of those guys have aged. Obviously, Patrick Swayze, rest in peace. But like Rob Lowe, Tom Cruise, Emilio Estevez, They've all aged. Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio still looks really young. Like, that, that whole cast has aged very well. It's like the Wilford Brimley line type thing. There was like a Pat, uh, oh, what's Pat's, uh, Miyagi line. Oh, the, Mr. Yeah. Miyagi, where, where they were showing a photo of Mr. Miyagi from Karate Kid. Pat Majera, was it? Or Maria. Maria, Maria, Maria damn it. Yeah. Ugh. Go me. Uh, these side-by-sides of like when Ralph Macchio hit his age. Yeah, in Karate Kid. Well, Ralph Macchio was was shockingly old when Karate Kid came out. Like he was he was playing like a I guess a sixteen year old. He had got the car in it. No, didn't Mr. Miyagi give him the car for yeah. his sixteenth birthday? Yes, he did. Like, but Ralph Macchio in reality was like in his early to mid twenties. Like, even though he looked sixteen, like he's always kind of. But like Tom Cruise and Rob Lowe, good lord, those guys don't age. Rob Lowe might be getting younger. Possibly. Like I saw, like I, I saw a clip of him from from Wayne's World recently, and he looks younger now than he did in Wayne's World. And that was twenty five years, twenty six years ago. There is a film that talked about resurgence of a career for Rob Lowe right there. That that is true. That is true. After his um, his legendary sex scandal, that what that that would not have that would that just happened to him at the wrong time. Like that would not have been a that would have been a scandal for a ways later. Um, just because sex tapes weren't in vogue, and it probably would have, you know, heard, you know, even more recently, it's not exactly great for a well-known dramatic actor to have a sex tape out there. Uh, especially but, one but, of a girl of questionable age. She she was under eighteen, but it was legal in Georgia. 
she was over the age of consent in Georgia. So that was, ne- it was never again, questionable that he would make that decision, but it was not illegal. Well, I mean, which you know, again, uh, yeah. I mean, the uh, age of consent laws being different in different states is, is that's a, another, yeah. another debate for another day, but she was he was not breaking a law, but it definitely destroyed his career because at the time, that kind of scandal just was unheard of. No, yeah, no, 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 it did. I mean, it set him back years. I mean, but yeah, like you said, they, Wayne's Wayne's World helped a lot. Um, so did um, uh, what else was he in? Wasn't he? Was he in Tommy Boy? He was in Tommy Boy. Yeah, that that helped too. And then obviously, West Wing really brought him back. But yeah, he's. Uh, but yeah, that man has aged aged well. Milo Estevez still looks good. You know, he's a little puffier than he used to be, but he still looks pretty good. He's not doing bad at all, no. Looking, looking forward to that uh, that Mighty Ducks reboot. I don't know. Um, I haven't read really too much about it, but uh, I know Milo Estevez is in it. I don't know how much he's in it, but... Have the guys ever talked about, like, using any type of cosmetic surgery or Botox or any of that type of stuff? I know guys don't really talk about that, but, like, I mean, they do you know, admittedly using it to keep themselves looking younger. Cause I feel like there's such a harsh standard for women and actresses, but they're just like, Oh, he looks pretty good. That's, that's great. He's aging well. I, but I mean, they might be using the same stuff. I feel like, I mean, cause Rob Lowe has a pretty good sense of humor about it. Like he, you know, he, he definitely takes it in stride that people, you know, that he, he he's well aware of how well he's aged. I feel like he's made comments about Botox before. Like, I, I don't think it's something he's, lied about or shied away from i i I mean i could be wrong you know i could be i could be slandering him right now but um i believe he has said yes he's used things like that i guarantee you the the hair transplant thing is a huge thing i mean jude law has had the same widow's peak for 20 yeah but at least jude law had the 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 the, his hairline is is... but he didn't fix it fix it he 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 kind of left it there well, yeah, he was he he has what we call the Phil Collins hairline. Oh, good which call. Which is yes, um, yes, yes. just a not even a not even a widow's peak. It's like a peninsula. That's a good way. It's of like a peninsula. It. Yeah, it's it's a peninsula. Um, and yeah, Jude, Jude Law obviously has filled it. Well, again, could be slanderous. Allegedly, has well, filled it in because it has not receded farther. Okay. And it seems to be fuller. But he did. He was smart to not change the hairline. Like, okay. it's like he just made it stronger. Should we go with Jason Alexander as an example then? Oh, yeah. Because that, that went from bald to full head of hair. Uh, also, we have our now comedian, Jeremy Piven. Oh, well, Jeremy Piven's has been laughable. You know what? When we get him on, uh, what, you, so you have that $15,000 to pay him? I, I said I had 15000 yen. And he actually said 3500 yen, which I had to look up, and it was like $23. Yeah. Um, yeah, for anybody who's unaware, Jeremy Piven is offering a, uh, as part of Cameo, the new Cameo is doing, you know, Cameo the service where uh, you can get celebrities, pseudo-celebrities, they don't really have big names on there, uh, pay them like 50 bucks and they'll give you a personalized message. Right. Now they are in cahoots or um, working, Cameo is working with Zoom so you can pay more and actually talk to the celebrities, like have a conversation. Oh. And Piven is offering his conversation conversational services over zoom for fifteen thousand dollars which i don't i didn't read enough about the story to know if i like what the time limit there is um but he is i read today his he's not only the most expensive of the of the people that are doing this he's the most expensive by ten thousand dollars the next most expensive is five thousand dollars and it's brett Favre. I would so much rather talk to Brett Favre for five grand. Again, over, no, I would not pay five grand. But, but I mean, the, compared the to fifteen Piven, grand to speak with Jeremy Piven, the Piven thinks he's. Ugh, I can the, go down the street when the Laugh Factory opens up and catch him when he's having a cigarette. If I want to have that the conversation, hubris. Um, he's, but yeah, I, I mean, if you had the money, wouldn't it be worth it to pay fifteen thousand dollars to just make fun of his hair to his face? Do you get a refund if he shuts off the Zoom call? That's the question. That's a good, that's a good question. Does he have to have a minimum? Yeah, his his hairline. Because if you go back and watch like older Piven, oh. like before the hair, like he, you know, go back and watch PCU. His Not hairline. Even PCU, was... you can go uh, better off dead where he has to wear a hat. Like there's a moment where he doesn't have that hat and he's got that mullet and it's already like. Oh, and uh, Lucas, he was yeah, oh, Lucas was he too. Lucas, yeah, yeah, yeah. He um and he was um, 
in one of Sam and I's favorite movies, Say Anything. Say, he was the guy. He was the he's the guy who wanted his keys back. That was a movie not better off that <laughs> Say Anything. Damn. Yeah. 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 Classic. <laughs> Uh, John screaming, for, screaming for his keys. I always talk uh, about the Keymaster, and nobody gets it. Gets it, and they think that I'm talking about Ghostbusters. I was. Um, I have not seen say anything in a very long time. It is still one of my all-time favorite movies. But Sam, I was just for some reason, I had Joe Lies stuck in my head the other day. I think I may have just heard the name Joe. It's such a good song. It's such. A, it was such a bad song, but that's what makes yeah. it a good song. Yeah. I have a friend that's married to a Joe, and I always sing it to her whenever she, whenever she talks about him. And she's like, I don't get it, because I don't think she's ever seen the movie. How I'm can like, you not see when he cries? Yeah. How can you not see, like, that? Just in general. Saying, you know? well, it's, it's, uh, it's classic. Not a, I didn't know yeah, it was shocking. Yeah, but people don't remember specific things like that. Nate and I are very unusual. We remember a lot of stuff. I mean, like, yeah. we joke oh, about yeah. it all the time. Like, people watch it and they forget about it. It's been, like, what, 30 years since it came out? 87, maybe? Yeah. 87, yeah. But I we, mean, yeah. like, Nate and I still talk about So I Married an Axe Murder all the time. Yeah, oh, like, that's a classic, when yeah. I, when I, you know, when I made the, the, the throwaway Scottish food is based on a dare, she knew exactly what I was talking about. Well, not that I didn't, but, you know. Heck. Oh, I know you did, too, because you, you and I have discussed <laughs> I, I mean, just, the, the, there, there was a, uh, on the, on Levitard, you know, the, the same, I don't know if you're familiar, like we talk about it a lot, but it's my favorite like podcast radio show every day. They did a poll the other day. They were discussing what is the, what do you think is the most famous secret society? And they were, and of course the, the joke being that how would you, how would you know if they're secret societies, how would you know? Like they discussed the Illuminati and the, the Masons and, and yeah, and I was just wait the the whole everybody on that show is too young. I was just waiting for actually Mike Ryan, the producer, probably would get the reference. I was waiting for somebody to say the Pentaveret. The Pentaveret, always good. Uh, the five the wealthiest Getty's, families, the, the Rothschilds, the, uh, the Queen, the Queen, and the Colonel. Colonel cur- cur- before he went tits, tits up. up. Uh, <laughs> great line. There's a, that is one of the most quotable movies of all time. He's you know what. A, 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 he deservedly, Mike Myers gets so much credit for Wayne's World, um, the, the Austin Powers, and I don't know how much input he had on Shrek, but I, I bet it was a lot. Well, it's supposed to it be Chris seems... Farley originally. Which Shrek? Shrek, yeah. But like, I, I mean, just given the humor in Shrek, I assume Mike Myers had input because it seems like his type of humor. Yes. But given all those things he's known for, I think so. I think so. I married Axe Murder is the most quotable. Like it's and it. And it's it's one of those movies that yeah, Sam and I quote all the time. We've mentioned on the pod so many times. It's one of those movies that nobody remembers, but if you bring it up, they're like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." Like, no, it's it's just, it's just a it's a cult classic now. I mean, I, I don't think it did great in theaters. Probably, I'm guessing it, it made its money, but it never never crushed it. Was that? I mean, that was after Wayne's World, but it was before Austin Powers. Like, oh, I'm yeah. not even sure where his career was at that point. I mean, it was SNL, obviously, still. Like he was after it was it wasn't until after Wayne's World where it started, you know, progressing. I mean, there are just so many throwaway lines. Like, like if if somebody like Sam, if somebody brings you a like a, if you order like a large drink and they bring it to you and you go, "Excuse me, I believe I ordered the large cappuccino." Like just yeah. stupid things like that. <laughs> or I saw, or just making fun of someone's like size of their head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, everything. Every yeah. He took a break after. Uh... So, so I Married an Axe Murder and Wayne's World Two came out the same year, and then he didn't make anything for uh, four years. Well, it didn't, I mean, it really didn't do well, um, but it it it's aged very well. His the, um, his next major yeah. movie was Austin Powers, like which when when Austin Powers came out, we were what ninety eight ninety seven ninety seven. It was the it was the summer, I guess it was the summer. My, my we senior year, school. your junior year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember seeing it. I, I very vividly remember seeing it. It, it, it did not – It was. It, I mean, obviously it became a big word of mouth thing because at the time his career was not well going well. And it, if you were to see that – I mean, so many of those spoof movies are like – you know, the. I, I wish I could remember what the trailers – before it came out, what people, how people react to seeing the trailers because so many spoof movies are just not good. Like – I don't even remember how excited people were for that to come out. Cause they didn't, you know, like they didn't, um, 
I, I got. I'll have to go. I, I would actually enjoy to go back, or I'd like to go back and look at like the the early trailers for it before it ever came out because there was. I'm curious how they marketed it because that, that was the whole one of the joke. You know, one of the best jokes in the movie was the reveal of Doctor Evil. So they would have never shown him in the trailers because that, like, that the big reveal in the movie was when he turns his chair around. Right. So like, I'm curious how they even how, what the trailer even looked like. Oh, we can find out. I'll. I'll oh, I'm sure. You know, but. So I, I think of, I remember it being like a spoof of obviously James Bond and yes. wasn't it Elizabeth Hurley or somebody Elizabeth the first Hurley, person? Yeah. yeah, and I think that they kind of played on that and it was like a silly fun like British like you know whatever um, because I remember seeing it and I'm like what is this and I didn't understand it. So. Yeah, and it, I mean and it was at a time when when James Bond was making a comeback because that's when Pierce Brosnan was I think he had already done Goldeneye at that point and, and prior to Pierce Brosnan the James Bond movies were pretty dead. Oh, but I mean, like, T- Timothy Dalton was fantastic, sir. How dare those you? movies? Oh, you know what? I will die on this hill. The Timothy Dalton Bond movies are good. I, I agree and with you. Amazing soundtracks. Like the which one was it? Of you? No, which one did Duran Duran do? Um, a License to Kill with Roger Moore. View, no, view I, to a Kill. View, view to, to a, a kill. kill. Yeah. Duran Duran. That's but they also yeah. had a song in one of the Timothy Dalton ones. It wasn't the theme song, but it was a song. Uh, um, is it the one with um, Grace Jones? That's that's a view to a kill. That's okay. Roger Moore. Yeah. Um, Timothy yeah. Dalton was in the License to Kill, and the Living Daylights. Yes. Yeah. They were good movies. Those were good movies, and he was a good Bond. Yeah. Like they just, uh, it was just the I don't know. First R rated Bond movie too. Was it? Yeah, License to Kill, because of, of the shark scene. He's is is Dalton Welsh. Um, I actually asked him that. And he's he oh does that name drop? Wow! You want to pick up that name you just dropped? No, no, because I bumped, wow. I drunkenly bumped into him crossing Sunset when he was going back to the Chateau Marmont to film Chuck, or you know, ah. and uh, I was like, oh, the Welsh Bond, and he's like, not really Welsh, like, oh, so he's what, not not a he not he didn't a... quite identify like, I, you know, his IMDb or whatever his Wikipedia says he's Welsh, so well, wasn't wasn't um. Daniel Craig, the first actual English Bond? Like, weren't they all from somewhere else? Uh, Roger Moore was English. Oh, was he? Okay. Uh, Lazenby was, was Australian. Right. Um, Scottish, Sean Connery Scottish. Scottish. Uh, uh, Brosnan Irish. Right. I always, th- I always thought Timothy Dalton was Welsh. Roger Moore was English. What, oh, okay. So, and Roger Moore is Roger Moore. I never liked Roger Moore, but... Uh, he, I mean, you go back and watch his Bonds. Those are practically spoofs of Bond movies. Like, oh. they're so comically over the top. Like, Moon, like things like Moonraker are just so comically over the top. Yeah, but I mean... Like, you Bond. go back and watch the Sean Connery ones. Those are legit good spy movies. Then it, with Roger Moore, it was like he just made like a parody of it. Well, let's be honest. Uh, Pierce Brosnan's by the end got that way, too. By the end, sure. But GoldenEye... GoldenEye was, was cool. I, I put GoldenEye in maybe top five Bond movies. Tomorrow Never Dies is a great one, in my opinion. World it's, is I, not enough. No, Christmas, Doctor Christmas, Doctor Christmas Jones did have the all-time great closing line oh, when they're having sex, Christmas. and he says, "I thought Christmas only comes once a year." See, Denise Richards ruined that. Yes, yeah, she did. You didn't. You didn't buy her as a nuclear physicist. No, it's awful, awful casting. It was. Yeah. It was bad casting, but you know. Oh, on that line. I think we well, I'm excited for the new one. I don't know if you guys have seen trailers. I've yeah. seen a trailer if it, for the new if one. If it ever comes out. Yeah, Carrie Fukunawa directed it, so I really am excited. Yeah. And Phoebe Waller-Bridge, I think co- well, I think she I don't think she co-wrote it. I think she helped with the script. I think she get did write it. I think series. she got credit for writing it. I think so. Yeah, I believe if, I believe she did. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, thank you for being here. Always fun thank to do the zooms. Thank you on our for shows. having us, Hugh. It's it, been a pleasure. It is my pleasure to host everyone here. I, I know. <laughs> I am going to uh, go throw some ketchup on random foods and see if anything sticks. Uh, just don't throw it on steak, please. Well done, extra well done steak ketchup. <sighs> That's the way to eat it. That's the way to. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting yeah. call that one. Yeah. Well, everyone, have a good one. We will. Thanks, uh, Hugh. You too. Yeah, we'll call it a day. I think. If right, I take track, care. If Be I safe. track down the golf cart girls and the, um, the get your dad girl. to yell at them. Get your dad to do it. What I really should do is break the cane back out and shake the cane at them. That, that, 
You, you, it's, that's how you get a point across. You need a, a tennis ball on the on the bottom. Shake a, a cane ball. at somebody. Yeah. Oh, but he needs a, like that four prong cane if that's. The oh, case. I have a, oh, I have a walker. I mean, I can put tennis ball on the walker. Yes. I don't think I got rid of my walker, guys. Yes. I'm gonna need that bad boy in two months when I get the other one. Is that how soon this is gonna be? No, I, I go to the doctor on uh, next Wednesday to see how how bad the how bad my current situation is. How long he thinks it'll it's gonna be it, like how long he thinks I'll be able to last. Okay. That'll be interesting. Well, obviously. I waited too. Lo- I waited too long the last time. So yeah. he says. I think he's right. Yes, I agreed. But they told you to tough it out until you felt like you necessary. So that's on. Yeah. That's on that other doctor, well, I guess. Again, well, just like these, pro- these, you know, kids with their fancy slip and slides. We we were told to walk it off. Fuck. That's what my doctor told me. Walk it off. 